0: guys welcome back to typically peachy and welcome to the 100th episode this is crazy i truly cannot believe that we are at episode 100 it's a very strange feeling because i feel like i've been doing this for a while now but i also feel like we just started this so to now be at episode 100 mind-boggling. But I'm so happy, I'm so excited that we got here. This feels like such a big thing, even though it's just another episode. 100 is a lot, you guys. 100 episodes, 100 weeks of no breaks, talking to you guys, sharing what's new with me in my life, what's hot in the world, what's good in entertainment and fashion and music and a little bit of need-to-know basis, sharing some advice, my reflections, my experiences, and also sharing with you guys that I have been going through all of this with you. Everything that I talk about in that section is 100% a learning experience. I'm just figuring it out too alongside you guys and have been doing so for 100 weeks. I know I've been saying it out loud, but it doesn't even feel real to me. Also, I'm recording right now, back where it all began, in my childhood bedroom closet. I happened to come home and the timing just worked out that the 100th episode would be recorded right where the intro was recorded, and so many episodes following that. I will say, when this episode was coming out, I was thinking about that. I was thinking, what am I going to talk about for this episode? Where am I going to be? How is that going to affect the episode? And then it dawned on me that I would be home for this. And it's kind of just perfect. It feels like such a full circle moment. Never did I ever think that I would get this far when I started. I've told you guys this, but I truly just started this as a passion project. And I'm proud to say that it has stayed that way ever since. I still love it. I still love recording. I love talking to you guys. I kind of like editing. It depends on the day. I love taking the cover photos for each episode, I love putting them up on Instagram for you guys. Every single step of the way, I really am so passionate about it all, and I feel like that has just grown and grown over time. My appreciation for this medium, my appreciation for all of the hard work that I've put in, and then one of the biggest things, my appreciation to you guys for listening, Those that listen week over week, I'm so grateful for you. Those that this is the first episode that you're listening to, welcome. You caught us on a really good day. It's the 100th episode, so we are celebrating over here. And guys, when I say that, I mean it. I bought myself balloons with the number 100 on them. That's a part of the cover image this week, and I would go check it out on the Instagram, you guys, at Typically Peachy, because there is a very special surprise on that picture that I really don't think that you guys are gonna wanna miss. But to continue on in the celebration, I thought what better way to go about this episode than to really just talk all about the fact that it is 100. We're dedicating a century of Typically Peachy to truly dive in, reflect on my experiences, but also I'm hoping to give you guys a little bit of insight on how I got to 100. Because like I said, it was not a sure thing for me. There was no intention in my mind when I started that I was going to make it to 100, that it was some ultimate goal, anything like that. So the fact that we're here right now, that we're doing this episode, that we've made it this far, it's pretty amazing to me. But it's also not entirely shocking based on some of the things that I'm going to talk to you guys about. And I want to say before I start all this, I feel like there was a time when people talked about hustle culture, if you want to put it that way, and that's kind of been overruled with understanding that there's more to life than work. There's also our personal well-being, which is incredibly important. But I do feel like the pendulum has almost swung in the opposite direction now. I sometimes feel like we're not always supposed to talk about how much work things are, or how much effort we put in. Like it's appealing to view things that are effortless. But today, I want to talk about the hard work, and realistically what I did to get to episode 100 without a break. And it is completely okay if you don't agree with the go-go-go mentality that I'm going to put forth, or you feel like it's not something that you would want to do yourself. But I wanted to share, for those that are either curious and just want to hear my personal 100-episode journey, Or maybe you're looking for a way to do something similar yourself. Regardless, we're going to go through it all as much as I could think of. So here we go. How I got to 100. Okay, I just want to start out by saying I'm not the best at doing things over a long period of time. And then making them a habit. Especially as a kid, I picked up so many things and then didn't stick with them. Guitar ukulele. I remember I really wanted a typewriter and thought that I was going to use that all the time, so I bought a typewriter. Did I use it? Probably for about a month, and then I was completely over it. And I know that you may be thinking, Emma, you were just a kid during that time. That's not necessarily how adults are. That's true. I've definitely gotten better with this. But there have only been a very limited amount of things that in my quote adult life I say quote because I do still feel like a kid a lot of the time but in my adult life there have been very few things that I have created a habit out of doing them and that I've done them for a very extended period of time I would say that I can really think of 3 one being that in college I started a publication I've talked to you guys about that before but that was like my huge passion project, the thing that I was most dedicated to in college. If college hadn't ended, I'd probably still be doing that, but college did end, so that one's over for me. The second one would be exercising. Personally, it just helps me a lot mentally to clear my mind, to be on my own, to do something that I know is good for me. I think those three reasons are probably why I've been so consistent with that, and I don't find it as taxing as other people, which... If you guys want to hear more about that, I have an episode covering a lot about that. Episode 19, No Excuse Routine. Check that out if you want to hear more about the workout journey. And then, number three on the list of things that I've been consistent with as far as projects or hobbies go thus far, is typically peachy. This podcast has been such a constant in my life since I started it And I think the reason for that is similar to the other two in that I'm very passionate about it. And I know that that's something that you hear a lot, especially nowadays. The things that you're passionate about, you're going to be the most consistent with. You're going to put the most time into them. You're going to care about them the most. But that's absolutely the truth. And I find that for me, one of the biggest reasons that that is, aside from it just being my passion is that for my passions, at least the ones that I'm acting on currently, no one's telling me to do them. No one's telling me that I have to record an episode every week. No one's telling me that I have to release it every Thursday. No one's telling me that I have to take a perfect picture and put it up on the Instagram and be proud of everything that I put out every single week. No one's telling me to do that And I think there's an element of that that appeals to me. Knowing that the thing that I'm doing, I 100% am doing it because I'm telling myself to do it. I want people to hear it. I wanna be proud of it. There's something so liberating about doing something based on your own motivation. The idea that you can motivate yourself to be that consistent. And again, it's not something that I knew that I could necessarily do. But as soon as I did it, and then I kept doing it over and over again, week over week, it's almost like there was a part of me that I was proving to myself that I could keep going. I've wanted to keep going every single week, but there is a sense of pride in continuing. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, how do I get to that point? How do I keep going? It's one thing to motivate yourself after you've done it for a while and then you're like, okay, I'm on episode 50, let's get to 51. I'm on episode 51, let's get to 52. Let's get to 53, 54, so on, so forth, all the way to 100. I would say that one of the most important things in consistency is to not give any room for excuses. Zero room. Within these past hundred weeks, if I was busy, if I was stressed, if I felt like I didn't have anything to talk about that week, if I was going on vacation, if I had plans, if I had no time, I figured it out. No excuses. Because I think it's very easy to fall into a pattern of excuses. This week you let it slide. And then the next week you think, well, I am also really busy this week, so I don't think that I'm going to be able to put another episode out. If you give yourself that room, you probably will start to act on it to give yourself more leeway. And now I'm not saying that there's no room for leeway. I will say that there were multiple weeks that I was like, okay, Emma, maybe just this one week, let's not put an episode out. You're literally on vacation. You took time off of work. You can take time off of the podcast. But there was something in the back of my mind that kept saying to myself, and this is true, I just kept saying, we're not taking time off of this. We're not missing a week until we get to 100. I'll get into that and how I feel about that now a little bit later. But my point in all of that is that you have to keep yourself accountable it's just you doing this thing. And it's not easy. A major thing that these 100 episodes have taught me is that consistency is not easy. No matter how much you love the thing that you're doing, being consistent in anything for such a long period of time, it's incredibly challenging. Because likely, whatever it is that you're trying to be consistent in is not the only thing that you're trying to be consistent in. I have other things that I want to do very often too, like other things that I'm consistent about that take up time, but also things that don't happen all the time, like seeing certain friends or going to certain places. At the end of the day, we all have choices. We all have to figure out what we want to prioritize, when we want to prioritize it, And how much time we want to put in to all the things that we want to do. But that's another thing that doing this for so long has taught me. We all have more time than we think that we do. We make the time for things that we want to make time for. That's not to say you won't have to compromise time on other things. But the time is there. You just have to figure out how to allocate it. Another thing that goes hand in hand with time that I have learned a lot is that I am way more of a perfectionist than I thought that I was. I have done many creative things, projects in the past, and I knew that I was always detail-oriented, and I very much cared that everything was presentable, things sound good, things look good, and all the projects that I've done in the past. I've always wanted things to be premium. But to be perfect... That's something that I didn't know I was going to be so fixated on with this. And while I've learned that I am more of a perfectionist than I thought, I've also learned that I have to give up some of that. Because in order for me to have a full-time job and a full-time podcast and have a life and try new things and go new places, I can't be so much of a perfectionist that it prevents things from moving forward. Because I have run into that on multiple episodes throughout this process. You guys don't see that part, but I really do try my absolute best to make this sound great, to make the editing flow. The images, photography is one of my passions. That's why I wanted to integrate it into the Instagram for this podcast. But the amount of time that takes with the perfectionist energy oh my goodness, you guys, I take thousands of pictures. I end up editing probably 20 of them. Narrow that down, figure out different fonts, different colors, different placements, everything. I usually then have multiple options that I think about going with. I try to get some second opinions and then I finally dwindle down to one that goes on the Instagram page. And that is a perfect example of the time spent on something, and that whole process takes hours and hours and hours and is drawn out over days. So while I'm very proud of all the images on the Instagram, I do think that I could let go a little bit of how perfect it all is. But I will say, doing things over and over again, it definitely does make you a lot better. I have learned so much about this process And so much about me doing this process from doing it week over week. I've learned what the best times are for me to record so that I have the most energy so that I can get the best episodes out of it, which truly makes a huge difference. I can tell you guys, if you're thinking about starting podcasting, only record when you have energy. Don't let that be an excuse, but I'm just saying try to find time where you do have more energy. Because one, I think the episodes that can be more lively because you're not exhausted end up feeling like better episodes. And two, because if you edit your own episodes, you may be having to repeat yourself over and over again in the recording process just to get the sentence out that you're trying to say. And that can be incredibly draining when it comes to editing. It can quite literally double your workload. So I have learned if I'm exhausted, I'm going to record earlier the next day. I'd rather have less time to edit but less to edit than more time to edit and more to edit. Within editing too, I have learned so, so much. I've also learned how to record to edit. What I mean by that is I know exactly where to repeat a phrase if I want it re-recorded so that I can edit the sentence together seamlessly. Recording with editing in mind is so helpful and it is such a time saver later on. And I know I kind of touched on time, but I feel like a question that I get a lot from friends or other people that know that I podcast and know that I also edit, but also know, like I said, that I have a full-time job, they ask me, how do you find the time? And my answer to that really is, It's like any hobby. How do you find the time to watch TV or read a book or play video games or whatever you like to do? You just do it if it's something that you want to do. My hobby happens to take up a lot of time and effort, but I still want to do it. And sometimes I do want to watch TV or hang out with people, and then I have to choose just like you guys do. I just keep choosing it. It's just something that feels right for me to do. I don't make money off of it right now. It's a passion project. And just because I don't make money off of it doesn't mean that I don't treat it like a job. Like I said earlier, you're the only one keeping yourself accountable. I'm the only one keeping myself accountable for this. So sometimes the easiest way to do that is to give yourself deadlines and stick to them. Follow through. You're the employee and the boss, and you happen to make no money at all, but every single week you are employee of the week. You're doing all the work, but even though there's not a monetary payoff, to say that I don't get anything from this podcast would be completely incorrect. I get so much enjoyment out of it. I get so much fulfillment out of it, and I have you guys. I have a community that's so incredible. And that brings me into my next point, and something that I think is so important to remember that even though I know that there's a community of us out there now, I didn't know that before. And when I say that, I truly mean it. I didn't know that I had anyone listening to this podcast aside from my family and a few of my friends for a long time. Like a very, very long time. I just never checked the numbers. And I never did because I didn't want it to influence anything. And that's the main point. The numbers, especially when you're starting out with something, and I know that this is incredibly hard to follow through with, and it's easier said than done, but you can't let them discourage you. I feel like so many people nowadays are trying to start their own thing, or be big on a platform, or have followers, or anything like that. I think that after you put your content out and that follows, that can be amazing, but I don't think that it should be the reason for why you're doing it. I think that at its core, you should be doing something because you love doing it, and if you want people to listen, you want people to hear it, or you want people to see it, or whatever you're doing, then I think striving for community is great. But striving for numbers, I think, can be a very slippery slope. And that's a huge reason why I didn't check. I didn't want it to either put more pressure on me because people were listening or make me slack off or demotivate me because people weren't. So I just didn't check. I went on my merry way. I did the same thing that I was going to do every single week. And then, when I was sure enough about what I was doing, when I was certain that me looking at anything wouldn't influence what I was going to do, and I guess for that, I just had to use my best judgment. I think I was on, like, episode 90 when I looked. Okay, that was only, like, 10 episodes ago. This is why I'm telling you guys. Like, seriously, I thought that no one was listening. But episode 90 rolled around, and you know what actually happened now that I'm telling this story? I remembered that I had just posted an episode and then I was going to the page to look at the episode after I'd posted it, but I by accident hit analytics. So it brought me to a different page and I was like, these are my analytics. And then I started looking at them and I was like, oh, some people are listening out there. But if I wasn't in the place to take in that information and I by accident clicked on that, I would have just exited out right away because I don't think it's worth it. Just keep doing what you're doing. If people respond to it, people respond. If people don't respond, if that wasn't your initial goal anyways, then it won't be discouraging. I think you just have to be realistic with yourself, be honest with yourself about how something may potentially make you feel before you go look at anything like that. And now that I have, like I said, I know that we do have a community here I love that I know that now. I love that I waited to know. And now we can try to maintain this community, grow this community. And even if we didn't, even if all of you listeners right now are the only listeners that will ever listen to this podcast, that's amazing. I'm so happy to have you guys here. Again, to give you a visual, I'm sitting in my closet right now, okay? So it kind of just feels like I'm talking to myself. But knowing that there are some people out there, I really do try to remember that now. And I haven't let it affect content or anything, but it's just kind of fun to feel like I'm talking to a friend now. And as my friend, on this 100th episode, I want to tell you something that feels a little cliche to say, but I think it's one of those things that sometimes we all just need a reminder of. This 100th episode has taught me And if you don't take anything else away from this episode, I want you to take this away from it. We're all capable of doing so much more than we think we are. And some of you may be the most overachievers. For all I know, you guys could have companies or amazing jobs or doing so well in school or you're a fantastic friend or sibling or parent. You could be thriving in so many elements of your life. Or you could feel really confused and really lost and feel like you haven't found something that you feel a lot of purpose in in a really long time. Wherever you fall within that, I just want to let you guys know that I have felt both of those extremes and a lot in the middle at multiple different points. I have felt really low and really lost and I have felt really proud of myself and accomplished and excited for what comes next. No matter where you are currently, highest of the high, lowest of the low, we are capable of doing so much more. And that's not to say that you shouldn't feel the amount of satisfaction for where you are. Trust me, I strive to feel satisfied all the time. It's a very hard thing to feel sometimes. Especially in today's world, I feel like we are always trying to do more and more and more. But I'm reminding you guys that we're all capable of more, because sky's the limit. I think we often hold ourselves back a lot. Last episode, we talked about dreaming, and this goes hand in hand with that. But past just the dreaming stage, I'm talking about what we're all capable of doing. And sometimes you don't even know that you can do it until you've already done it. But why I told you guys that I wasn't surprised by the fact that I got to 100. I'm excited about it. It was incredibly hard work. But surprised? No. And the whole reason I'm not is because of all of those things that I just told you guys that I did to get here. But also because I believed that I could. We can't sell ourselves short. Even if you have never formed a consistent habit in your life, tell yourself that you can, take steps to do it, follow through, and you'll do it. 100, in theory, is just a number. It's a number that I feel very accomplished by. I have to tell you guys the truth. I am really proud of myself. But next week will be 101, and that will be just as much of an accomplishment. I'm not slowing down just because I hit this milestone. It's shown me what I can do. It's shown me that I wanna keep doing it, that I wanna keep talking to you guys every week, that I wanna keep our community going, but I will say I do wanna honor that 100 mark to myself. Like I said, I told myself a while back that I wasn't going to take a single week off from podcasting until I got to 100. So here we are. I'm not taking a week off next week. It's not going to be a normal thing. But I am going to really try to tell myself, Emma, you did it. You got to 100. If I have a vacation or something where I just feel like I simply am compromising a part of my life, I think I'm really going to try to give myself that leeway. At this point, it might be easier said than done. There's something about doing something for so long that to stop doing it even for a second kind of feels scary to me now, but we'll see. If I ever am taking an episode off, you guys will know about that the week prior, so don't worry about any of that. But it's not going to be the norm. The norm is this. It's not a whole lot different. The only thing changing is that we are now in triple digits. A hundred episodes of Typically Peachy, baby. I'm so happy. And again, I just want to say thank you guys so, so much. You guys are the best and huge, gigantic thank you to anyone who has supported me. My family, my friends, anyone in between. You guys know who you are. I love you so, so much. And your encouragement means absolutely everything. And like I say in so many of these reflection episodes, but it holds true every single time. We're just getting started. 100 down. Let's see how far we can go. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend, spend some time with the people that you love, say something nice to a stranger, a century of typically peachy. Let's talk again on episode 101. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.